We are living with our forefathers. This is Rabbi Shlomo Cohen with the Practical Parsha Podcast. I hope everyone is well. We are back for another episode. And this week, before we start, it's just amazing. There's just so much to talk about in these parshios in the book of Genesis. And as a rabbi of mine used to say, that during these weeks, when we're discussing the patriarchs and the matriarchs of the Jewish people, Avram, Yitzchak, Yaakov, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, Leah, Sarah, Rebecca, Rachel, Leah, we're living with the with the forefathers, with the with the the founders of the Jewish people, and it's very important for us to remember when we're discussing and learning the Torah portion of the week during these specific weeks. That, and when we listen to the Torah reading in Shul, that we remember that these people that we're discussing are our grandfathers and grandmothers. And I believe when we have this in mind, it gives a special significance and connection to the Torah that we learn and to the stories that we hear because we can connect to it as as somebody who hears a story about his own personal family member, because that's what it is. It's a connection. We have a connection to the Torah. We have a connection to the people of these Torah portions. And it's something that we should internalize and remember as we go through these weeks. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to say hello, I always love feedback. So please feel free to send me an email at Rabbi Shlomo Cohen with a K at gmail.com. This week's Parsha is Parshas Lech Lecha. Parshas Lech Lecha really starts us off with the challenges of Avram Avinu, the tests of Abraham, and as it's referred to in Hebrew, the Asara Nisyonos Shal Avram Avinu, the 10 tests of Abraham. And just to give a little overview of the Parsha, the Parsha tells us how God commands Avram and his wife Sarai, that was her name then until it gets changed later on to Sarah, and Avram's name gets changed to Avraham, tells them to pick up out of their homeland, to leave their family, and to go to a new land, the land of Canaan. After they get there, they go to the land of Canaan, there's a famine. And now Avram and his wife has to pick up again and go to Egypt. When they arrive in Egypt, Sarai, who's Abraham's wife, is a beautiful woman. She's abducted by the king of Egypt. And subsequently, Avram rescues her. They leave Egypt and they go to Eretz Israel. Additionally, in this week's Parsha, the Torah tells us about Lot, the nephew of Avram, how he's captured and how Avram rescues him um, from being held hostage. God also makes the special bris ben Absarim, the covenant of the parts with Avram Avinu, in which Hashem promises the land of Israel to Abraham and his descendants, and tells him that he will have numerous, his children and his offspring will be as numerous as the sand and the stars. The Torah also finishes off with the mitzvah of circumcision, in which this week Avram performs on himself, and Hashem also promises Abraham that Sarah will bear him children. 
the first thought which I want to share with you today is this idea of tests. And really, it begins in last week's Parsha because in the last few verses of Parsha's Noah, the Torah describes the, the generations from Noah to Avram. And the commentary bring down, in, in the Medrash, it brings down, before even it begins in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Lechelcha, the story of Avram, the story of Abraham, how he recognized Hashem, how he recognized that there was one supreme God who ruled over the entire world, that idols and idol worship was fake, and how he went against the entire civilization and planted this idea and this belief of monotheism in the world. And the, the Midrash also recounts in detail his, his battle against idolatry and how he himself risked his life to stand up for his correct beliefs, that to stand up for Hashem, to stand up for God, even in the face of death. But we see in last week's Parsha and in the Midrashim that God has been testing Avram. He's been challenged by God. And it really, this theme continues in this week's Parsha with the first verse that God is commanding Avram and his wife to get up and go. Can you imagine that all of a sudden you're living in a place comfortably with your family and God commands you to pick up and leave and go to a new place where you don't speak the language? Right? It's hard for us to, to relate to that, right? It's a challenge. And that's what Hashem does. And that's one of the tests that are brought down that Avram was challenged by God. And we know that Avram passed all 10 of his tests with flying colors. And there are other different challenges that he has in this week's Parsha that are also included in the 10 tests. And all of them he overcomes. Now, what I want to bring out today is this idea of tests, like I mentioned. What are the point of tests? Why did God give tests to Avram? What was, what was gained by doing this? What did Avram gain by doing this? Why did God do this to him? Was Hashem, was God just playing with Abraham? Was he just trying to toy with him? So the commentaries discuss this question and there's a few different points I want to bring out on this idea of tests. The first thought is that the commentaries explain that the reason why Hashem, God, commanded Avram and gave him tests was because he wanted to show his love for him. He wanted to show him how much he cared about him. And the first question that comes to my mind and maybe to yours as well, is that how does that show you love if someone gives you a test? You know, I would think it's the other way around. When you want to annoy somebody, you give them a test. Why is God giving Avraham these tests to show him his love? To answer this question, I want you to think for a minute to the different challenges that you faced in your life. Everyone has challenges. Everyone has struggles. And there are certain times... And God willing, we push ourselves and overcome that challenge. Sometimes we fail and sometimes we succeed. 
But when, when we come out of that struggle, we're on the other end of that challenge. There's a certain sense of inner strength that we gained because of that experience. Because we went through that challenge, because we had to climb that mountain, we are stronger. There's a certain sense of satisfaction that we get. There's a certain sense of life experience that we gain from the hardship that we had to face. And if I would tell you that I'll give you a million dollars for that experience, for that feeling that you got when you came out on the other side of that challenge, would you sell it? So most people would say no. I know myself that the different challenges that I went through, and thank God I was able to come through on the other end, the experience I gained as a person, as a human being, and the certain sense of strength that I got from it that I'm able to use now in my life going forward, I wouldn't sell that for anything. So it comes out that the challenge that I had is priceless. It's something that I wouldn't sell for anything. And I think many people feel this way, that we go through different things in life and God willing, we come out successful on the other side but we're not going to sell, we're not going to give away that life experience. Rather, that, that challenge, that hardship made us into the person we are today. It made us into a better person. And, you know, there's a famous example that's given that helps understand this concept about tests. And it's brought out in different ways. When a bird is in an egg, how does the bird get out of the egg? It has to break the shell. It has to get out of that egg in order to get into the world. But do you know how the bird gets out of the shell? It has to bang against the sides of the wall of the egg and slowly cracks the shell. But it doesn't just smash open. It takes many times of the bird banging and banging its wings against the side of this eggshell, time and time again, until it slowly cracks the shell and builds up its muscles until it finally has enough strength to smash through the sides of the egg and come out. But let me ask you a question. What would happen if I see this bird in this egg, or you see this bird in this egg, and you see it struggling right now. It's trying to get out of the egg. So maybe we'll say, let me just smash the egg for the bird, and it'll get out. It'll save itself all that pain, all that challenge. Is that good for the bird, or is it not good for the bird? So you might think you're helping it, but essentially, you're killing the bird. I would be killing the bird if I did that. Because the way that the bird learns how to fly is by smashing its wings against the side of the shell till it builds up its muscles enough that it can crack the shell. And now it's strong enough to fly. That it's only through that challenge 
is the bird able to develop its muscles and have the strength to soar high and fly in the sky? So when Hashem was testing Avram, what he was doing, he was giving him a mechanism to bring out his true potential. A test is a vehicle that Hashem gives us, that God gives us, to bring out our true self, to be the best we could be, to reach our true potential. And the only way that Abraham became who he became was because of the tests that God had given him. Now it's true that we pray every day in the prayer service that God should not give us tests. That God should not bring us to a test. But the sages say once God gives us that test, we were supposed to embrace it and realize that it's tailor-made for us. It is sent specifically to us to bring out our true potential to get our wings to be strong enough that we can fly. And that really takes us back to the question that we asked before. Because if God did not love Abraham, he wouldn't have wanted his potential to be brought out. But rather, since Hashem, God saw the innate ability of Avram Avinu, of Abraham, he gave him the different challenges in his life that he could become the great person he would be. And it was only through the challenges that he had was he able to get there. And that's the point of a test. The point of a test is to bring out the greatness that's hidden within us. That's what it did for Abraham, and that's what it does for us. So the next time we have a challenge, fine, it's hard. But think about it as a way that we can work our inner muscles for our wings so we can, God willing, fly. Another important point I want to bring out about the tests of Avram is that there is a concept called Maisa Avo Sim Labanim. The story of our forefathers is a sign for the children. That we see in the Torah that what happened to our forefathers happened again to their children. That history seems to be repeating itself. The commentaries explain that when our forefathers, our patriarchs and our matriarchs did things, when they whatever they did, it was sort of a a portent for their offspring. That, you know, the question could be asked is that when Avraham, when Yitzchak, when Yaakov went above and beyond and were able to overcome challenge, becoming stronger and more um, higher people. They imbued into their offspring this ability to go above and beyond. And if you think about it for a minute, you know, what has given Jews the ability to withstand all the persecutions of the last 2,000 years, right? What's given people the strength to withstand forced conversions, to to not give in, to, to die instead of be converting? to light menorahs in the concentration camps, to you know, learn Torah under the threat of death in the Soviet regime. Where does this inner strength come from? It doesn't make any sense. You don't see people doing this to go through such risks and such perseverance to, to, to hold up their religion even in the most trying times. 
And the answer to that is that it comes, it comes from Avram overcoming the tests that God gave him. Because when he overcame these tests, he was putting it into his spiritual DNA that his offspring and his children and great-great-grandchildren and great-great-great-grandchildren all have this ability that's within their our, our DNA, which is within us, to withstand and to persevere and have that stubbornness when it comes to good things. And this is practical for us because when we do mitzvos, when we learn Torah, we have the ability to add to the spiritual DNA. That just like each person has a physical DNA and each generation subsequently adds to that DNA strand, so too when it comes to spirituality. That just like Avram Avinu and Yitzchak and Yaakov did things that affected us, that gives us the ability to persevere and to follow what we believe in, to drive, to do the right thing, so too when we learn Torah, when we do mitzvos, we're able to add to that spiritual DNA to give our children and our descendants the ability to do the right thing, to choose good, and to overcome the different challenges that they may face. One last idea which I want to share for this week's Parsha, which also is focused on this first verse of Lech Lecha. Hashem says to Avram Avinu, Hashem said to Abraham, Go for yourself from your land, from your relatives, and from your father's house to the land that I will show you. Rabbi Zelig Pliskin brings down that one of the great Hasidic masters was Rabnachem of Chernobyl. And there's many stories which are brought down of how he traveled from town to town, freeing Jewish prisoners who had been locked up by anti-Semitic regimes and nobles who would capture the local Jews to be ransomed by their Jewish brethren. And Reb Nacham of Chernobyl would go around and raise tremendous amounts of money to fulfill this mitzvah of pidyon shvuim, of redeeming the captives. One time it's told he was traveling to raise funds for a Jew held hostage, and he himself was put into prison over some trumped-up charges. While he was in prison, a righteous Jew came to Reb Nachum and told him about Avram Avinu. He said to him as follows, he said, Avram Avinu was outstanding in the mitzvah of chesed, he was meticulous in the observance of doing kindness for others. He would give people food. He would give people lodging. He would give people drinks. He expended great effort to make sure his guests were totally comfortable when they stayed by him, when they ate by him. And he was always looking for a way of how he could do this mitzvah better, how he could make his guests feel more comfortable, to be more at home. And when God told him to get up, to go from his homeland, to go from his family, to be a stranger in a new place, he was able to fully appreciate what it meant to be a guest, what it meant to be a foreigner, what it meant to be a traveler. And now, from the other vantage point that he was in, he was able to serve his guests to even a higher level, 
to make them feel totally comfortable because he himself had experienced what it meant to be a traveler, to be a stranger. And because of that, he was able to do the mitzvah on a higher level. And so to you, Rab Nacham of Chernobyl, you're going around to collect for people who are imprisoned, people who are falsely accused. And now, since you yourself are in prison now, you'll be able to fully empathize and fully understand the person's plight you're trying to help. Hashem is giving you a chance to, have, to experience what it's like to be held captive. It will give you a deep appreciation of all of what you're doing. And it'll push you to do it even better. We all experience pain or sorrow or have different challenges and experiences we go through in our life. And sometimes we're so focused on the experience that we forget to experience the experience. And what I mean by that is that when we go through something, sure it's hard and sure it's challenging, but we should remember that we're going to be able to gain something at the end of this that we're going to be able to use going forward in the future. We'll be more sensitive. We'll be more kind. We'll be able to empathize with people in a similar situation because of the experiences that we went through. So it makes a challenge a little bit easier when we're going through something that we remember in the back of our mind that God willing, when we come through this, we're going to use this experience to help someone else in the future, to help someone else get through the similar challenge, to, to empathize, to help someone cope a little bit better. And when we view it as a meaningful learning experience, it'll help us in helping others as well. So with that, I'm going to finish for today's podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to reach out to me at Rabbi Shlomo Kohn with a K at gmail.com. Everyone have a great day and a good Shabbos.